0: what's up everyone welcome to the frequency podcast i'm your host frankie j lopez hope you're all doing well before going into it please follow the podcast page and click the little bell for notifications we are on spotify apple music and most places you can get your podcast also follow my instagram page at the frequency podcast network before we go into the review album suggestions indigo to Souza's any shape you take Second album from North Carolina-based singer Indigo Souza, Really fun listen, I think. I'd call it a mix of indie rock and bedroom pop. If you're into those genres and have some sort of alt-rock 90s nostalgia with a desire of great songwriting, check this one out. Now going into the album of the day, Tyler the Creator, Call Me If You Get Lost. Rapper, singer, songwriter, producer Tyler the Creator from Los Angeles, California. Tyler has been a polarizing figure up until the last few years. First rising to fame in 2007 as part of the Odd Future Collective, releasing his debut mixtape, Bastard. That turned a lot of heads at the time for its super dark production and horrorcore lyrics with loads of personality and imagery. Tyler kept those themes going in his 2011 debut album, Goblin. That tape made him a hit in the alternative hip-hop space through his now-classic track, Yonkers. I think most people remember him eating a roach in the music video. From there, Tyler's career took off with the release of two more albums and even a TV show on Adult Swim, Loiter Squad. Tyler at that point was known to have a outlandish personality, to say the least. A young man who said wild things and spoke about violence and at times unsettling things in his music. In fact, that very thing is what made him stand out to white teens in the suburbs everywhere. Even getting banned from the UK for some time due to his lyrics. But in 2017, Tyler's music took a turn. He released a grammy nominated flower boy an album where tyler started opting for sounds that are a bit smoother and really flexing his production muscles it was an interesting blend of sounds where his instrumentals were a bit more jazz influenced at times it was still tyler but matured and exploring through themes of isolation anxiety and loneliness he then followed this up with his 2019 release igor the grammy award-winning concept album where Tyler went into a completely different direction. Most interesting album to date with influences of funk, R&B, and soul. The album is essentially a story centered around the title character Igor and his different emotions felt with a love interest. Incredibly critically acclaimed project. Igor is Tyler actualizing a lot of what he was sort of toying and experimenting with back in the day. I remember as a teenager the first time watching that Yonkers music video, my intro to Tyler, and just getting hooked to it out of the gate. I remember going out and listening to Bastard right away and almost being afraid for my mom to catch me listening to it. Critically, looking back at Bastard and Goblin, they are rough around the edges for sure, but you always saw a lot of talent in Tyler. In my opinion, both Wolf and Cherry Bomb, his subsequent two projects, are forgettable. They just didn't have the same hunger and didn't expand on his skills enough. Flowerboy and Igor brought a whole new generation of fans to Tyler, ones that didn't constantly compare him to his previous work, and rightfully so because it was so different in so many ways. I found both these projects to be really enjoyable, but I still felt like I was missing that aggressive Tyler that I love so much. I don't mind his smooth stuff at all, but these projects felt like they went entirely in that direction, especially Igor, when I do prefer Tyler to have some intensity and admittedly more rapping in his music. So, spoiler alert, his latest album, the one we're discussing today, We'll be getting that in spades. And not only is this my favorite Tyler album, this is easily my album of the year so far. So let's get into it. First track, Sir Baudelaire. The tone is set right out of the gate. The beat is gorgeous. Sounds like pretty much the same beat off a West Side Gun track called Michael Irvin. There's these really smooth horns. They sound like a sax with these keys playing. Very classic Tyler Creator sounding chords that he loves so much. A couple of things get established on this track right out the gate. We learn that this album will be narrated by the one and only DJ Drama, famous Philly DJ best known for his Gangster Grills mixtape series in the early and mid-2000s, many classics in that series including tapes from Lil Wayne, Fabulous, Childish Gambino, some of my favorite projects ever for sure, that Gangster Grills is a staple in my brain from my childhood, And the second thing that gets established is Tyler presenting a new persona for himself on this loose concept album, Mr. Tyler Baudelaire, one that, from listening to the album, is interested in traveling and enjoying the good things in life, feeling blessed. The name likely references a French poet, Charles Baudelaire, who is considered one of the best poets of all time. According to Genius, Baudelaire often had themes of traveling in his work as well. We haven't even talked the lyrics yet. Tyler here is establishing a vibe of excellence, black excellence for that matter. The verse starts off with, Swim trunks in the trunk, Geneva water the best, The passport looking thick, the afro need a pick, My skin soak up the sun, ain't shaking hands with you bums. Tyler talking about being in a good place, Ending the verse with a cool braggy line, There's a mansion on that USB, it's T." meaning unreleased music that tyler has on some random usb drive is even worth the value of a mansion essentially his shit is that good the outro abruptly comes in with these beautiful vocals singing call me if you get lost some really cool flute work and dj drama just saying some funny ridiculous shit like we was taking rolls royces to go see alligators bringing in some humor and personality into a track like hype man is supposed to do Throwing shade at DJ Khaled, of course. Great tone setter. Only a minute and a half, but definitely solid way to open the album. Second, we get Corso. This shit goes hard. The beats sound like aggressive keys with these faint drums to start. Then the beat drops with this intense bass. And Tyler's just spitting bars here. When he goes, he ain't talked to his bitch in three days. They ain't gotta be this way. I'm down for the threesome. Then the bass kicks in heavy at the exact perfect moment. It's fucking awesome. Rapping about cars, homes, etc. But it doesn't really give the vibe of a typical braggy rap track, in my opinion, especially as you get throughout the album and think about Tyler's career progression and what he went through to get here. This almost feels like boasting because he's proud of himself in a way and he wants to sort of take a victory lap. Also, have to mention more lines because they're just really good. Catch me in my other, other, other crib. That's my AKA Hurricane Proof. All the views like A-Bay Bay, Bay reference to Kanye on Otis and to Hurricane Chris's A-Bay Bay track. That shit was hot back in the day but wait there's more a lot more tyler goes on to establish a bit of a plot in the last verse of this song he introduces a story about trying to steal another person's girlfriend lines like look try to take somebody's bitch because i'm a bad person i don't regret shit because that worth it in the end she picked him i hope when they fucking, she's still thinking of me because i'm that perfect and this is really interesting thing he does which i think is kind of the genius part of this album refer back to that braggy persona when he gets in his feelings almost as if to say, I got all this stuff, I'm rich, successful, I don't need her, I'm blessed, but then it realizes in a way that he's kind of lying to himself. The part that kind of actualizes that for me is about to spend millions just to fill voids up, drama, I need you, can you turn the noise up, ah, uh, my heart broken. and remembered I was rich so I bought me some new emotions and a new boat because I'd rather cry in the ocean. Those are some fucking great bars. Man, I think he did that so incredibly well. Expressing that he is using his money to try and mask his insecurities, but ultimately acknowledging in a way that the money can't really fix that sort of pain. Also referencing drama to turn the noise up. Kind of like a metaphor of like, turn up those distractions. Distract me from those thoughts of this woman. Before the last verse, there's this cool distorted bass line playing. And as that last verse progresses, the drums kind of strip away and these awesome keys are playing in the background. Yeah, fantastic fucking track. Third track, we got Lemonhead featuring 42 Doug horns 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 loud horns triumphant grand beat with these hard hitting drums another track of tyler spitting and flaunting about his possessions but given the way the last track went we know he's kind of playing into the album's narrative when he does this feeling blessed but also trying to mask his emotions in a way to be fair that direct concept doesn't really play out in this song and i'll say although this track is great it's technically one of my least faves tyler comes through with the bars also, 42 Doug has a solid verse, plays into the energy Tyler is giving off, but definitely one of my least favorite features on the album. Mostly an energetic one. Solid track, the B is crazy, and Tyler does go hard. Then we got What's Your Name featuring Young Boy Never Broke Again, a Thai dollar sign. I love when Tyler's verse starts oh you look malnourished preparing for this review is taking me so long because i just keep re-listening to these songs over and over again but anyways it's over this gorgeous sample of h-town's backseat it's fucking awesome and it just shows tyler's like little music nerd self reminds me of kanye in that way the hook is infectious what's your name girlfriend what's your name with these like vocals in the background mostly tied dollar sign i believe Song is Tyler and young boy just falling for a woman that they just met, contributing to the concept of the album and likely in here to show Tyler's dynamic with this woman he introduced on Corso when they first met. He also brings up the drama as well, saying, if you got a man, you should cut him off, get your passport because we're running off, we can sit and talk, you could tell me everything that's on your chest, baby, get it off. Tyler has these sort of comedic but endearing pickup lines throughout, showing his personality and perhaps his relationship with this person. Lines like, Let's go to Kansas and watch a couple indie movies that you never heard of. Then we got Youngboy NBA. And listen. Perhaps and surprisingly, the most entertaining feature on this album. His tune singing sounds awesome on this beat, and he sounds like he's really putting emotion into his verse. What is your name? What do you bring? I think I got what you need, and I'm willing to do anything that you please. It's just fucking great. It's just a great flow, and it just sounds so emotional next we got lumberjack lead single off the album slick bars as tyler talks about his wealth and talks about his haters over the super aggressive beat samples grave diggers two cups of blood the intro has tyler telling a quick story about his mom being so proud of him keeping that theme of excellence on the album definitely one of the best hooks on the album rolls royce pull up black boy hop out shout out to my mother and my father didn't pull out two four five hundred stacks from the hoods call me lumberjack because i wish a dude would yeah that shit's crazy an aggressive track that I'm always hyped when it comes on. And plenty of sick bars too. Next we got Hot Wind Blows featuring Lil Wayne. Beautiful sample of Penny Goodwin's Slow Hot Wind. It is a fucking masterpiece. Especially when you listen to the original and hear how Tyler kind of flips it. God damn it. It adds more instrumentation on top of it. It is so fucking good. Uh, I have to mention DJ Drama's hilarious intro. We just landed in Geneva, yeah. That's in Switzerland. We on a yacht. A young lady just fed me French vanilla ice cream. We all got our toes out too. He's fucking funny. This is a song about luxury bars with we played in hide and seek with the passports. Where the fuck we at? Oh, the pilots got to remind us Tyler with a great verse again and great flow. The star of the show is Wayne. The Wayne feature is nuts. Weezy coming through with some heat and keeping that luxurious theme. I'm on the beach. I got my feet out and I stay on my feet. The corner beat. I'm on the deep brow. Just throw the ball to me. Thought all the lean would have me see now. I guess they see now. There's a point where he hits this like double time flow and speed up my flow, I'm so greedy. I'ma eat up my own flow. And I'm in need of a flow, might eat me a rapper, I might as well eat me a hoe. And the vocals on the sample come in in a really cool way after he says that. It's just fucking sick. Love to listen to the outro just to hear the masterful fucking production on this song. And this entire album has amazing production, honestly. The next track, Massa. A lot to say on this one. Tyler starts to track off talking about some of his blessings before the tone and the beat abruptly change and go into the chorus with Tyler saying, Massa couldn't catch me, my legs longed in a bitch, got too much self-respect, I wash my hands before I piss. Bars, which is not only a fire-fucking-hook, starts painting the picture of comparing and contrasting the difficulties African Americans experienced during the times of slavery and how although things have improved since then, life not being all roses for black people in the U.S. even after his levels of success. And in this song... Tyler kind of walks through his mental state from when he started in music to today, not only as a black man, but also as a man who was still maturing as he entered the limelight, shedding some light on why he acted the way he acted in his career, and how the recent path of growth and maturity came about. Bars like, yeah, when I turned 23, that's when puberty finally hit me. My facial hair started growing. My clothing ain't really fit me. That caterpillar went to cocoon. Do you get me? See, I was shifting. That's why Cherry Bomb sounded so shifty. Tyler is referencing how at a time when he was already popular, he was still growing and maturing. Also mentioning Cherry Bomb, his fourth album, and saying that it sounded off because he was still kind of finding himself. Something you can definitely hear in the music. Later on in that verse, Tyler gets personal with us, saying, Mom was in the shelter when Yonkers dropped. I don't say it. When I got her out, that's the moment I knew I made it. I don't come for money, they deny it, since I don't mirror the stereotypical products of my environment shedding light on where he was at the time in life when he started becoming really popular. Not only that, being very relatable for people, especially black people and minorities in this country who don't exactly fit a particular image of what society expects them to be, oftentimes being critiqued for it. I can relate to this as so many people can. I've seen this on both sides of my life colleagues and recent friends assuming things about me because i don't act the way they expect me to but also family members who don't view me as one of them at times because i don't act exactly how they expect me to it's like you can never really fit in anywhere so i appreciate tyler saying these types of things because i definitely identify with that then in the second verse tyler talks a lot about his drive to continue being successful and not wanting to be distracted by love or children interestingly a theme that he tackles throughout the album He even goes into battles with his sexuality, saying everyone I ever loved had to be loved in the shadows. Tug and war with X and Y felt like a custody battle, X and Y being men and women. Tyler has alluded to being attracted to both men and women, and it seems like he battles with that internally. All in all, a very personal song and a fantastic listen. Next we have Run It Up featuring Tizo Touchdown. At first, I did not like this song, so naturally it's one of my favorite songs on the album. The hook is amazing. The hook is amazing. It builds up at the beginning with this, we gon' run it up, and these fucking amazing horns and Tizo touchdown with these awesome ad libs in the background. A track with Tyler expressing his self-confidence and talking about constantly believing in himself, especially in the beginning when he goes on this tirade about having confidence, never being nervous, just going after it, and feeling alienated by people who look like him, and trust me, I feel that. Definitely want to bring up these fantastic bars to end his verse. Rap music helped us see clearly when the lighting was dim. We ain't nothing to you, but we something to them. When you in your room and you're staring at the ceiling, dreaming, I want you to know there's no ceilings. I want you to notice that feeling. I want you to leap and go for it. I want you to reach with no fearing, throat clearance, scream it, let them hear it, run that shit up. Tyler here addressing the criticisms rap music usually experiences about not being quote unquote real music and it just being there to promote negativity. Saying that this music may mean nothing to you, but it means something to a lot of people. People who look like Tyler, for example. Rap is more than just music to a lot of people. To a lot of people, it's not only an escape, but rap saved my life. A cliche at this point, but it's facts. Also, shout out to Tizo with his simple but catchy closing verse. I'm running like that damn transmission. Fucking love that. Yeah, I love this song and I listen to it whenever I need like a confidence pick me up for sure. Next, we got Manifesto. A little odd future reunion here with Damo Genesis on the track. Starts off with Tyler imitating a white girl, asking him to say something about black culture or something of the sort, and Tyler immediately refuting her, which was hilarious. Damo delivers a fantastic verse after that quick verse from Tyler, but Tyler steals the show with his long third verse. The song in general is Tyler talking about coming a long way from his past, talking about cancel culture, and talking about not conforming to how society wants him to approach important political issues like the Black Lives Matter movement. Bar like, am I doing enough or not doing enough? I'm trying to run with the baton, but see my shoes in the mud. I feel like anything I say, dog, I'm screwing shit up. So I just tell these black babies they should do what they want. Tyler here really showing that he has his place in the movement. And although he can be insecure about it, he doesn't want to budge to how society wants him to use his platform. He wants to do things his own way. And in general, black people and people of color should be allowed to participate in these movements to whatever extent they feel like. For black people in this country, simply being black and having to succeed is enough of a stressor. I don't speak for African Americans, but I can speak for myself and say, white people need to chill out. It's not cute when you tell me how to address my own struggles in my own culture. But yeah, great song. And then next, here we fucking go. Sweet slash I Thought You Wanted to Dance featuring Brent Fias and Fanna Hughes this song is the best song that i've heard all year heavy contributor to the loose concept of this album regarding tyler's feelings for this woman who is in the relationship that he referred to back on corso and on what's your name part one i mean the beat the keys are fucking gorgeous tyler sings on the hook to a love interest expressing his feelings for her by singing they should call you sugar you're so sweet they should call you sugar you're so sweet to me brent fires delivers a wonderful bridge and beautiful backup vocals throughout the first half. Then, part two. God damn, y'all. The transition into a reggae beat. Reggae Tyler, is this what we're doing? It fucking works perfectly. It's like this woodblock percussion instrument with this xylophone often used in reggae music to paint this island paradise type of soundscape. It's fucking gorgeous. Here we have Tyler expressing his love for this person, but it appears that they aren't having it, leading him to sing on the hook. So what makes you think I'm not in love? How could you know what's best for us? Why am I here standing alone? Cause I thought you wanted to dance. This shit's so good. Vanna House, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name, delivers an amazing verse from the love interest perspective. Honestly, it's all about the timing. I ain't mean to lead you on because Hem and I got some things that we're trying, but my energy belongs to you. I want you so bad, but not too fast. It's not your fault. We can't pretend because we're both in the wrong. God damn. Then Tyler closes the track with a fucking fantastic verse with a sort of reaction to her expressing how fucked up the situation makes him feel. Lines like, I wish that we never met. I wish we ain't connect and felt like dirty dishes because we was in sync. I swear to God, if you had never linked, I'd tear that ass up like something was stole. Showing some insecurities and showing that although he has all this money and everything he wants in life, things like love can still bruise your ego. Lines like, the fuck do he got that I don't got a lot of. There goes my ego again, that's the problem. The fuck you expect, I go get what I want. I want you to say you pick me with your voice. At the end of the verse, repeating, I thought you wanted to dance. Like, I thought you wanted to be together, but I guess I was wrong. And on the outro song by Fana again, beautiful. And it wraps up the song very nicely with, I wish that we had better timing. I'll save a dance just for you. Next is a skit, Mama Talk, where Tyler's mom is telling a story about how defensive she always was of her child and how if anyone messed with him, they'd be messing with her too. It's a cute and funny inclusion to the album, showing where Tyler really gets his personality from because they sound like the exact same person. Next, you got the track Rise featuring Daisy World. Sick beat, cool drum kick and pianos. Classic Tyler at this point. Talking about continuing to rise to the top, saying things like, Tyler got the talent, Tyler got the vision, Tyler that dude so, really you can't compare us. Great bridge and vocals by Daisy World. Really cool flows in the second verse with Tell Me I Can't, I Tell You I Can, You Can't Tell Me I Can't, I Do It Again. Great track altogether. Next we have another skit, Blessed, where Tyler is just expressing how grateful he is for all the blessings he has in his life. Definitely a strong theme throughout the album, but the skit itself not too noteworthy. And then we have Juggernaut featuring Lil Uzi Vert and Pharrell Williams. The beat starts very smooth with Tyler coming in with this really cool flow that I low-key wish he continued. But then the beat abruptly changes to this really aggressive instrumental with sirens and snares and booming bass in the background. Something that Lil Uzi Vert would sound good on. And he does. Hem, Tyler, and Pharrell come through with entertaining verses about mostly possessions. It's mostly like a braggy track. Not gonna lie, pretty run-of-the-mill verses. And I gotta say, this is probably the weakest track on the album for me. Past the novelty of the beat, the verses aren't that interesting to me. Although I do like Tyler's delivery. Next, second last song, Wilshire. Mispronouncing it, Wilshire. I think Wilshire is the right way to say it. LA folks, tell me if I'm wrong. Although I think Sweet is the peak of the album. This is where the concept is pretty much tied up in a bow where Tyler shares the entire story about how he met this woman that he's been hinting about, the nature of their relationship, and the eventual fallout due to her being in a relationship already leading to his heartbreak. It's long, but honestly, I love a storytelling track, so it is absolutely worth the listen, and I urge you to do so. I'm not going to retell the entire story, but if there is any curiosity in what inspired him to do much of this album, this song answers that for you right away. Tyler acknowledges feeling like a bad person and not wanting any ill intentions, but also reflects and says that sometimes love can make you do shit that's out of your control. In the outro, he says something that sums the album up for me. I thought I was bulletproof, and she proved me wrong. Tyler thought that all the money, the fame, the blessings shielded him from anything going badly in his life, but at the end of the day, those material items are nothing compared to the feelings you get when you love someone, bad or good. In a way, Tyler covers this entire album with the idea of blessings and being happy, but then leaves little breadcrumbs throughout the album to show us that it really can oftentimes be a charade masking your insecurities, which he ultimately expresses on this song, which is beautiful. And then the last track, Safari, ending the album on a positive note, beautiful horns in the background that build up through the song. Tyler raps about mostly traveling, a theme he's touched upon throughout the album, and telling people that once you have the means to be able to do something, use those means to see the world and expose yourself to new things and get out of your bubble. Even saying at the end of the verse that he took his nephews to Nice, They like who? We like we. It's a really great, positive, uplifting ending to this fantastic album. Favorite tracks. I don't know how many is too many, but Corso, What's Your Name, Lumberjack, Massa, Run It Up, Manifesto, Sweet I Thought You Wanted to Dance. And that's enough, I guess. Well, yeah, Closing remarks, this album is an A for sure, and like I said, frontrunner for album of the year for me. I don't know what else I can say other than I love this. Definitely a victory lap for Tyler in a way, following the success of his previously two critically acclaimed projects. That being said, the production is tight, the flows and bars hit hard, and I like the consistency of the themes and concepts without it feeling like a concept album per se it's accessible by people who aren't really looking for a concept but also accessible by people who are good for the mainstream and good for those hip-hop heads too but yeah y'all that's it before logging off i like to leave my listeners with some words of wisdom usually from our album of the day this album has plenty of wisdom but i'll go with the spoken word intro on massa whatever your shit is man do it whatever brings you that immense joy do that that's your luxury Low-key, this album and those types of lines may be why I started this podcast in the first place. So those are my thoughts. Do you agree? Do you think I'm crazy? DM me on Insta and let me know. Also let me know what you'd like me to review next. Until then, see ya.